This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. place we do enjoy the book reviews and we play cards a lot play hand and foot and I've learned to play bridge since I've been here and that's been a lot of fun and we play billiards I would encourage my friends to come to Adams Place because that Adams Place is the premier facility of this type then it's a good choice From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. But last night, good morning, Rutherford County. Mr. Tail Beatty, one of my old buddies, um, you're one. You're one of the uh, people that's old enough to remember Bud's real name, my real name, and the and the nickname that we were all given. You have a really great um, uh, relationship with Rutherford County people, and it, it. It. I guess it. A lot of it started back when you had your. Uh, don't worry about that echo. It. It. it nobody else has got it. But but if uh, in your shop where where you, you used to take care of business people and people that needed uh, certain things for their offices and things like that, that that was a big start of what happened. But you were young back then. I mean, when I first started uh, doing business with you, uh, gosh. I bet you you was running around in school somewhere. 
Dad started in 57. Yeah. It uh, was on Church Street right off the square. Uh-huh. About in where uh, that garage bar is now on the corner of Lytle and uh, Church Street. Yeah. Next to the Borough Bowls. Yeah. Of course, and I think about that, I can still remember Lamb's Grocery being up there and the onions and all that stuff sitting out on the sidewalk, Truman, when, when I was a boy. But Dad That's started amazing. there and then the first business day of 1966, Beatty's opened up uh, on Spring Street where uh, Greenhouse Ministries yeah. is today in, in that facility. And uh, then uh, so we were we were there and it was interesting uh, because we were in the office for, you know, for, a lot of your listeners will remember, but we've been out of business 16 years. That doesn't seem uh, possible. Now, and so yeah. it's not, uh, uh, but uh, we were in the office products, office furniture business, and then in the awards and engraving business and in the photo processing cameras and film and all of that. And so when Murfreesboro was smaller, uh, between the office supply side and the processing photos, a lot of Rutherford County would come through our doors in a year's, a year's time and you got to meet a lot of, a lot of people. We had charge accounts and people could come in and purchase and, and would come in and visit with us. So it was a great time. And then mom and dad are both from the Smyrna area and have a lot of family in that area as well so have ties to smart but i've been here all my life and mom's doing well mom's doing well mom is an atlanta braves fan and so many of you know they're in the world series so and i can watch them i I watch them on channel 17 absolutely i have no cable and it's just it's perfect it did it's hard to beat yeah and but uh, but didn't you enjoy the patriotism of that very first game there's something it's baseball is still america's game and i think the that the directors and cameramen did a great job of catching the uh, we had those in uniform saluting the players with their hats over their hearts and uh, showing the faces of those individuals holding that big flag out in the outfield and the pride with which they did that was uh it really was a great way to start that series and was very heartwarming uh it was almost like a commercial yeah uh, the way they did that I, it yeah. was uh, it was really good you have deep roots here in rutherford county and i think that's why people have such a great relationship with you because i can travel all over rutherford county everybody knows you uh, and they know your reputation, and um, I, I just um, I think that's maybe a lot of your popularity. Of course, you 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 have your church over in Milton. Yep. And and uh, when you go into a restaurant, you shake everybody's hands, and can pretty much call the name of most of them, which is fantastic. And and uh, I wish I. Uh, when I first started, I was kind of like that. But we were a whole lot smaller in Rutherford County as the population at, at that particular time. But you, you have to have a relationship with the people to serve them, don't you? You do. That If you're going to be, in my opinion, in, 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 a go, in government service, you've got to like people. Yeah. And it's got to be about taking care of people and answering their questions and being responsive. And uh, I, I can remember, uh, Truman, I remember when Shoney's and Jerry's were the only two chain restaurants we had in Murfreesboro. Yeah. And in those days, if you went out to eat, you, you went and cleaned up. 
you know, now I might go eat, just come out of the yard or even on the farm. But back in the, the, the 70s and 60s, you know, even to go to Shoney's, went and cleaned up a little bit to go to town to eat. But you would, you know, mom and dad would know everybody yeah. in the restaurant. It would take 10 minutes to get to your to your seat. And, and I still love going to the restaurants where you, where you know people. But now, especially at night, you go to a restaurant and there's so many people and people from other counties that come that we don't know as many I don't say we don't know as many people. There's lots more people now that we don't know, but that want to be a part of this community and are making a difference in our community. And and I welcome them. But I do like those uh, seeing familiar faces and making new friends. And uh, as technology has changed uh, and the population has changed, some we just don't have the same numbers of people coming in the courthouse as used to. And the courts are not in the historic courthouse where the trustee's office is now. And so you don't have that because when when I was young, the courts and all of the offices were in that historic building, and so it, that was kind of the hub of everything Upstairs. going on. Yes, Upstairs. sir. There was three. There was three floors. Even 4-H yeah. Ag Extension yeah. was upstairs, and the courtrooms were there, and the clerk's office, and the trustee's office, and the mayor's office, and the court clerk. Everybody uh, was in that office, and and everything. And so we don't uh, see, and, and and more people pay online, and drop things in the mail and, and I, I love when people come in and we get to visit and, and see them and so online, you're always welcome. Online takes away a, a little bit of the relationship doesn't it? it? It does just like the mail does but the wonderful thing about the online is it's 24-7 and yeah. if uh, we get a lot of payments at night and uh, for those who are in the title searching business and, and the closings for real estate you know, you got a closing at eight in the morning, and all of a sudden it's 4:45, and you don't have all the information. In the past, you know, you you might call the trustee or one of the deputies. We try to get that information, or you'd have to wait and scramble the next morning. And now, with that information being online, they can print it off and 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 do their work. And and we get we get hundreds of payments. Some days, hundreds of payments a day uh, through the online system. It's rctrustee.com, and you can print a receipt. You can print your tax bill. You can pay there and uh, that it, it does change things but uh, I tell my staff that's really become more and more our front door we'll have more people visit our website than we will have walked through the doors of the courthouse well I, I got my uh, I guess it was somewhere around the first of October and everything you need to know is on that and which uh, I enjoy that and I I try to pay early. I, I just have this fear that I'm going to forget something. So I've got to have it right on my mind when I, when I get a bill or whatever. And uh, it seems like uh, the price of uh, real estate is really going up through the roof right now. which uh, and, and, and that has a big influence with people coming from California, New York, and they're coming in and buying uh, these properties with a whole lot more money than what's normally would be needed. Uh, they have a lot of equity moving from those higher, yeah. uh, you know, they're, they're leaving a $750,000, $800,000 property uh, and buying something larger here for $450,000. Yeah. Uh, and I've just 
making up some numbers, but I'm fairly close to the things that I hear yeah. people talking about. And it's, you know, they, they, they're out, they've got a larger lot, they've got a bigger, nicer, newer home, and $300,000 they can put in their pocket. Yeah. And so they're they're pleased with that. And then a lot of them not only are moving because of real estate prices, but uh, they like our way of life here. I mean, yeah. they're they're attracted to it, and, and, and some of them will want to change it, but a lot of them don't. A lot of them are coming because they like uh, the way things are. Yeah. Uh, in Tennessee, especially in Murfreesboro, and I'm I'm amazed at people. I, I ask them how they get here. Lots of them get here by family. They've got children or grandchildren here. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of them. I was I, I used to drive through here, going to you know Florida typically, and we just like that area. And when they come and they like that we have medical care here and uh, restaurants and shopping and entertainment and and the the things that that add to quality of life. And so they decide this is where they want to come and stay and live and they see something that they're not used to seeing and and it's amazing how each state is different but there's something about Tennessee that that has a a relationship uh, type of effect on people where people are nice they and people enjoy others coming in and and getting to know all about them but when when they come in and they buy homes and properties for a whole lot more money than what is normally uh, going to be part of the transaction. Does that affect the next time that uh, they're going to go out and uh, rate properties, uh, lo- lo- the property assessor's office, when they go out? What all is involved with that? Well, those transactions impact the market. Yeah. Not only from what the assessor's office uh, does. In the trustee's office, we bill and collect. The the uh, the assessor's office is the one who, who worked to set those values, and, and, and we work together uh, in, in putting out the getting the tax roll, and, yeah. and, and they, they have their place, and we, we have ours. But the whole market changes. And, yeah. and, 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 and Truman, you've, you've been involved in that personally. Oh, I, I have. I know. And, and uh Normally, we would go to a car lot, and I'm going to answer your question in a minute. I'm, I'm going the long way around. Oh, I love Truman. hearing you talk. So, uh, we go to, we used to go into the car lot yeah. or to buy a house or a piece of property, and there's this sticker price or there's this asking price, and we're going to negotiate something off of that. Well, today, yeah. if you can find a vehicle that you want, you're going to pretty much pay that sticker price because they're, they're very limited. Yeah. And today... The asking price, that house might sell. I was talking to somebody that the, 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 they had 21 offers and the house sold 20% above the asking price. Not above, 20% above, and, and not in an auction, but in just people bidding on this house. Yeah. But all of that impacts the, the value of real estate in our community. Whatever that demand from internal and external, it, it creates a market. And our values have increased significantly. And so next year, 2022, is a reappraisal year. We reappraise currently in Rutherford County every four years. Mm-hmm. When the price is going up, when the price is going down, because when we had those prices decline back in 08, if you yeah. may remember, one of the few times that real estate prices actually declined, everybody was asking, my house is over back when you're going to reappraise. Well, the same way we don't, you know, I'm going up going down it's the same it's on a four-year cycle but it will impact those values when you get your appraisal notices in the spring they're going to be significantly higher 
significantly higher. I don't know what that number is, and it won't be the same. Every property will not go up the same. That's really the reason for the for the reappraisal. It is to equalize because some subdivisions, some areas increase higher and a higher percentage than others. And so those properties then will be evaluated and you'll get a notice of the change in appraisal, but they will be significantly higher. But that does not mean that you're necessarily going to pay more property taxes. And I want mm -hmm. to talk about it because people often think, well, if my appraisal goes up 10%, my property taxes are going to go up 10%. And, and I think, not to shock you, I don't know what the number's going to be, but I think the average values are going to be way north of 10%. Yeah. It's going to be very significant. Uh, but what happens is you have to, uh, as a county, recognize what's called the certified tax rate. Now, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds, but what that says is that the properties that are that stay the same, so new houses, new construction, doesn't get that, but th overall those properties in total after the reappraisal have to generate the same amount of tax. You have to recognize a tax rate that generates the same amount of tax as before the assessment. So there have been times in Rutherford County when our tax rate's been north of $4, I believe, way up in the threes. We're today at $2.21, right at $2.22 per $100 of assessed value. Uh, in, uh, in, uh, so this is in 2018, only one time since 1974 had the tax rate be lo been lower than it was in 2018. And we may well see that again. With this increase in values, the tax rate will drop. So you're not, you can't take the same tax rate that we have today and multiply that time this new value and say, oh no, my taxes are going up 25%. The yeah. chances of that are, are probably not. That There will be an adjusting tax rate that lowers that. Now, the county commission could say, we're going to raise the, the, the rate above, but we have to recognize and advertise this is the rate that keeps revenue the same. So the reappraisal is not the county's way of increasing revenue. It is the way of making sure each property pays uh, a, an equitable share of the taxes. Uh, and it does not in itself, in fact, by law, cannot increase revenue. That's amazing. We got a caller on. Caller, welcome aboard with Ted Beatty. Oh, I got some bad news. I've been What's going on, Casey? I got, oh, man, I just got some bad news. I've been listening <laughs> for about five minutes, and I'll tell you, I've got some friends in a town called Murfreesboro. They're kind of, no, I ain't no count. They're upset with the growth so fast, like a house on fire, and we, we could have got out the front door. We're going to wait and just build a door on the side wall there to get out. It's, what what are we gonna do? Because every, every direction you go, I look. When I used to see cows out in certain areas, do I need to name Blackman and beautiful certain places? And you all interstate streets. Well, I mean, when certain areas, uh, new interstate, it would be a car. What 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 do we do, Mothersburg, Rutherford County? Man, we come. We see. We just, are we gonna turn into New York or Nashville? Nashville. Look at Laverne. I mean, what are we gonna? Is it, just me? Am I the only one that feel like this? What are we gonna do? No, I, I I think you're not. Especially for those of us who have been here a long time. If you're if you are here pre Nissan, yeah, that is. Uh, to me, the mark, not that Nissan was a bad thing, but that's when Rutherford County really began to change when the Nissan plant came in and those jobs, and, and we have just grown since then. And it's really happening all around uh, 
Nashville, that, that collar around Nashville, because we actually have some states or some counties in the state of Tennessee that, that have a decline in population. And, you know, ours is growing. I, I mean, those are the challenges for leadership, and that's why it's important uh, that we elect good people and that we become involved, because how do we, how do we deal with transportation? How do we maintain quality of life uh, as, as, this, as our community grows is one of the great challenges. It, it's a challenge for law enforcement. It's a challenge for waste management. It's a challenge for transportation. Casey, it's, it's, it's a challenge for the ambulance service, for the hospitals. Uh, it is uh, it is a huge challenge for us as we grow, and and there there are new subdivisions coming online uh, all around our community, and 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 that are that will will bring new people. But I think the people are coming, and it's a matter of how we how we manage them. They're they're going to be here. So how do we uh, how do we prepare for that, and how do we maintain a quality of life, and how do we not get uh, where we can't even get get across town? You know, there are you talking about cities or counties? Well, just look what you just said. Have you? Yeah. Have you I, well, I can tell you, like, and, and and this will change because that new Ford plant's going in Haywood County. But for the last, that that is the county that's just north and uh, a little bit east of Shelby County, where Memphis is. It's Brownsville, uh -huh. but they've been in a in a population decline for quite a while. And, and several of those West Tennessee counties, some of the Upper East Tennessee counties, have had a, actually a net decline in population. Uh, across the state, but the metro area around all of our cities, and especially in that Nashville hub, uh, Madison County, where Jackson is, those areas have grown. Uh, Fayette County has grown some as it borders Shelby County, and you've got some spillover from Memphis into that. But a lot of those counties uh, actually are smaller today than they were 20, 30 years ago. Oh, I, I know, but just I, I know it's, it's just life and way things go grow. But I tell you, it, it just—it's not happy times too much, you know, anymore. Because I remember, I know time changes, but I tell you, it, it just—it's not the mother's bread I knew. That—that's exactly, Casey. I grew up. Uh, Tim Mullins and I are the same age, and his grandfather and father ran Mullins Jewelers. Yeah, I remember on the those south days. side of the square. Yes, sir. And of course, Beatty's was down on Spring Street, and yes. we were in early elementary. We could walk back and forth from Mullins to Beatty's, uh, yeah. un, un, unsupervised with adult supervision. And uh, uh, we would go back and forth, and we'd play it over at Mullins, and then we'd go play in the warehouse uh, at Beatty's, and I would uh, walk to what was at the time Commerce Union Bank, where Bank of America sits today was actually the parking lot behind Commerce Union, and there was a drive-in. Uh, that was the drive up, and I'd actually carry the Beatty's deposit in my hand and go up there, and I'd always go to the drive-in because uh, those ladies at the drive-in would put more suckers and bubble gum in a in a in a little cash uh, envelope than the ladies inside. So I'd stand in line behind the cars uh, and do that. So those are the days that uh, that I remember, and 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 our community has changed, and uh, it will continue to change. And it's important that we manage it as as well as we can. Uh, always remembering to maintain as best we can quality of life. But I've noticed, I ain't gonna pick on y'all no more, but this is what I've noticed. I know a lot of things, like some certain banks, and a lot of like, big buildings that came to Mothersboro, and they went out of business. That, Did you notice that that? that? that, you know, it changes. New, new folks come in, and uh -huh. and uh, older, older things move out. 
And uh, but we are fortunate in this area because you do, if you will drive around to some communities, Casey, uh, they've got vacant buildings where businesses have gone out and they're now vacant. And that's a, that's a sad look when you yeah. see vacancy. And I'll tell you something else that's, that, that's sad, and I try to look for the positives, because again, having been here all my life, I, 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 I did like where we knew each other, and, uh, I, and I still, that's who I do business with, people that I have known a long time, and I'm thankful that I can do that. But uh, I have uh, I have a children I have children still at home. Two girls, uh, one in junior high, one in high school, and one a freshman in college. Uh, and I know lots of folks that love their hometowns that have moved to Murfreesboro or other places because there weren't jobs in their hometown. Their family didn't own a business. They didn't want to farm. They they didn't they weren't school teachers. And that was the, the job. They said we didn't want to leave home and family. We didn't dislike it, but we couldn't we couldn't find a job that that could support our family the way that we wanted to. So we, we've moved to another community and had to leave family. And, and, and so having the opportunity for good employment and a quality of life is a great thing that our families can stay close to us if they want to and have those opportunities for work. So I do try to look at the, the positive that we, uh, that we can support ourselves and, and have, you know, uh, be able to, I mean, we have good jobs in Murfreesboro now. Where we used to, you had to drive to Nashville. You don't have to do that anymore. But you can't have both of them. Yeah, if you, well, if you, if you, come on, you, let's you know, it. you do. You can't have, you, you, you can't have everything. That's that's true. <laughs> okay. Y'all have a good day. I'm listening. You do the you same, take Casey. Always good to talk to Casey. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Ted Bates. The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Hey, gentlemen, it's Scott. Make your health a priority with a quick and easy health assessment at Low T Center right here in Murfreesboro, where they exclusively specialize in men's wellness, and they are one of the leading men's medical providers in the country. Low T Center has reinvented the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone levels. It starts with an annual wellness exam, where they do a comprehensive health assessment so that you know all your numbers that are important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, no weight gain or a loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center can determine the cause and help. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Self-inject at-home treatments are $155 a month, self-pay, or covered by most health insurance. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health Fourth and goal from the one. It's make or break. The game is on the line. Who wants it more? These are the moments that can define a season. The roar of the crowd builds with anticipation. And then... Into the end zone. Touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Hear all the defining moments right here. This is the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters, on Rutherford County's home for MTSU sports, WGNS Talk Radio. 
an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. The shops on the historic Rutherford County Square will come alive for the holiday market next weekend. Main Street Murfreesboro Executive Director Sarah Callender told News Radio WGNS. Kick off your Christmas shopping by choosing local with unique gifts sure to please everyone. Bring your friends, make it a date night, and walk around the historic downtown. Drinks and treats at each store. Over 40 shops and restaurants open for this shopping treat. The holiday market is Friday and Saturday, November 5th and 6th. The annual Rutherford County Christmas tree lighting will return December 3rd at 6 p.m. The tree will be on the east side of the historic Rutherford County Courthouse. A car parts manufacturer says they're investing $18 million to expand their operations in nearby Murray County. French company Forisia announced yesterday it would create more than 170 new jobs of the 100,000-square-foot expansion of its facility on Cleburne Road. Forisia designs and builds seats, exhaust systems, and interior systems and moved its U.S. headquarters to Middle Tennessee in 2019. That created 150 jobs. An event will be held this weekend for kids in Waverly impacted by historic flooding. They'll get a free toy and enjoy events at Waverly City Park on Saturday. Besides a toy giveaway, there'll be a, a bounce house, a rubber ducky pond, face painting, balloon animals, hot dogs, cupcakes, and a fire truck. Many people lost everything they had when more than 17 inches of rain fell on Waverly in Humphreys County August 21st. And the United States Postal Service preparing for the holiday season with an in-person job fair Friday from 9 to 1 at the Nashville Processing and Distribution Center. Job seekers can sign up at eventbrite.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. French's Shoes and Boots has the hottest brands and unbeatable deals that you won't find anywhere else. But these deals can't last. Everyone wants the wildly popular Hey Dude shoes, and French's has them. You can always browse the huge selection of new styles from top brands like Ariat, Justin, and Twisted X. Or come see why our famous bargain racks are known for the best deals around. It makes good sense to shop at French's. French's Shoes and Boots. 1837 South Church Street in Murfreesboro. I'm really excited about Blue Raider football being back in Murfreesboro this weekend. Me too. I love the football game, the tailgating, the band of blue, the fans, the fireworks, and lightning. What do you like the most? The home weekend game day sale at Raider Tees. You get 30% off all regular price merchandise. And Raider Tees has some of the most unique gear in the borough. Nike polos and tees, metal wall art, band of blue gear, aerospace items, sock monkeys, all at 30% off. Raider Tees is located just off Broad Street behind Chewy's. Good neighbor weather. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here for this afternoon with cloudy skies and high into the mid-60s. Southeast winds are on 10 to 20 miles per hour, gusting as high as 25. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 58. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Popcorn, pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with Tev Beatty. And uh, Tev, um, 
when you're dealing with things such as um, what people are going to have to pay in taxes, and sometimes for some people they have uh, a very difficult time taking care of those. And I know that you've always reached out to everybody in Rutherford County when they have specific needs. There are certain avenues that they can travel to take care of those situations, aren't there? There are, and uh, kind of take a moment and talk about some things. Yeah, we we take partial payments in the trustee's office, so you don't have to pay all of your taxes at one time. If it helps you to spread that out over several months, mm -hmm. you can you can do that, and yeah. uh, you can call us about that, or you can just send. If you send a hundred dollars, we're going to we're going to apply that and then send you a receipt that tells you how much you owe. You can send $100 every week or $50 or $100 a month or however you want to do that. The one thing I want to spend just a second on, any balance that is still owed after February the 28th mm -hmm. of 2022, and we're paying the 2021 taxes. This is for January to December 21, but you have until the end of February of 22 to pay them without interest. And that a lot of times people get confused. What year am I paying? Am I paying 22 ahead or no, you're actually paying 21 now yeah. at the end of the year and the first of next year. Any balance left has interest at one and a half percent. And I know for people who always pay their bill, and you talked about you, you keep it in your car, you don't want to forget because sometimes we forget. We get the bill in October, yeah. and in February comes and we forget. That is statutory. Uh, that's in state law that that interest applies on balances after March 1st, and we can't take it off. It is, yeah. a, it is an interest we can't waive. Uh, you're in the hospital, I, I can't waive it. You lose a family member, I can't waive it. The law makes it very specific. We don't have the authority. And that really frustrates people. It's like, I've paid my taxes for 30 years. I've never been late. I'm late one day, and I get a percent and a half. And the answer to that is yes, and we're not being hard about it. I mean, it's just state law, and we have to do it. So, yeah. But you can pay late, but you're going to have that interest. But you can, you can make those payments all along, and that helps. We now have a program, and you're welcome to call us at our office at 615-898-7705. Uh, we'll be glad to talk with you. But if you would like your taxes taken out uh, monthly, we mm -hmm. start in, in, in March, and we take out 12 payments so that your taxes are paid by the end of February. And we set that up automatically. And until you stop it, that goes year to year. So, you, you know, if you want to spread that out over the year and don't want to have to think about it, we, we have that, that option for you to do. And we'd be glad to work with you on, on getting that set up. And we also have some programs. Uh, and one I want to talk about is, is for our disabled veterans. And these are uh, veterans who are totally and permanently disabled through the VA. So if you have a 40% disability, it has to be a total and permanent disability. But we have tax relief uh, program and the, uh, the state will pay on that and the county will match the state up to $306. So our veterans can get a little over $1,100 off their, their taxes every year, and there's no income limit for, for that. You. So if, if you're a total and permanent disabled veteran or you're the surviving spouse yeah. of a total and permanent disabled veteran, uh, you need to call us or come by our office, and we'll be glad to help you to, to, get, on that, uh, to get on that program. Or you're welcome to go to our, our website, rctrustee.com, and all this information will be on that website. But also, if you are an elderly homeowner that's age 65 or older, Oh, oh God! Sixty-five or older. I'm fifteen years older than that. I, Truman, I whatever you say, but Bud and but, I are both. Right? Are if, we old? God, 
I'm sorry. Go if ahead. you're 65, I'm not. I got too many gray hair in my head to answer that question, buddy. If 65 or older, we have a program called the Tax Freeze. It's not tax free. Mm -hmm. It's tax freeze, mm -hmm. and it keeps your taxes from going up, either with a tax increase or at reappraisal. As long as you don't make an improvement to your property, you don't add something, your taxes are frozen. They won't go up. But there is an income limit to that program, and it is $44,340 is the maximum you could have made in 2020 to qualify for this. So that would be the applicant, their spouse, and all owners of the property. So if you own that property, and it's only on your primary residence, it can't be just property you own, it has to be where you live. So if you have your children on the deed, then we, we, we'd have to count their income, or a brother or sister, whoever's on the deed, we have to count their income. But there is that income limit of $44,340. If you're married, you don't both have to be over 65. So Truman, you, you could marry a younger woman and she could be 25 and you could still qualify as long as one of you are 65 or older. Now you, you can you're comment on looking, that or you It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> okay. Well, I just was letting you know it was, it was possible, <laughs> but, but there is an, but only one of you 65 or older. Now, if there is also the a tax relief program that will pay part of your taxes, uh, the, the, the state will pay part of it and the county will match it two for one up to a total match. Uh, the, the, the state, the county would match up to $286. Mm -hmm. uh, this year. So you could get over $400 off your taxes. There is an income limit to that uh, of 2020 income of $31,190 or less. Mm -hmm. That's going to be Social Security, earned income, any retirement money, uh, rental incomes, kind of all sources of income. But if you have a question about that, again, feel free to call us. We'll be glad to help you uh, with that. And then for disabled homeowners, so there's not an age limit, but if you are disabled through Social Security, uh, there, there, you wouldn't qualify for the tax freeze unless you're 65 or older, but you could get tax relief. And again, there is that income limit of $31,190 or less uh, for disabled homeowners. Yeah. So those are programs that we have that will help. And then uh, sometimes we have some folks who struggle and we actually work with a couple of our nonprofits, especially one, and I'll, I'll even give you the name, Barnabas Vision uh, works with us. And sometimes they're able to help, especially for somebody that would qualify for this program, but you have to have your taxes current to qualify for, for relief. And so they're struggling. They're going to get 400 something dollars back, but they're struggling to get there. And, and, and Barnabas Vision and, and even some others are great to help us work uh, to try to help folks that will qualify to, to get to kind of get over the hill to get those taxes paid. So we try to work with you, but we'll try to work with you on payments. We'll be glad to talk with you. Uh, we can't make the tax go away, but we'll explain the programs and we'll try to take the fear out of it. Very often when, when we get a little behind or we start struggling, we get afraid and it's easy just to, to ignore it. The best thing is not to ignore it, but to talk with us and let's talk about options uh, to help you get those, get those taxes uh, paid. You're all full of education things that that can open our minds up a little bit about. Uh, uh, I have been very fortunate, and and like yourself, uh, living here in Rutherford County, um, we are, have been blessed, and I am so happy to be perfectly honest with you to pay back some of the blessings that have been given me and my family all these years and, and uh, paying back the taxes 
for being able to live in such a wonderful place like Rutherford County, um, nobody should ever complain uh, about those things because there's so many things that are offered. And with all these people moving in here, it, it uh, uh, I hope that they have the same feeling uh, that we do uh, living here and enjoying each other's company. That's one thing when, when you and Casey were talking about Davidson County, uh, Davidson County has grown, but a large number of people uh, that live here in Rutherford County, at one time we worked in Davidson County, but we never moved over there because we enjoy all the things that at our particular county offers uh, all those years. And you're starting to see um, the landscape and also the attitudes in Nashville really change in, in all that growth that they've had there. And that's one thing that I don't want to see is I don't want to see our community change in the relationship uh, uh, of Rutherford County the way that you and I have seen it and have enjoyed it all of those years. And, and politically, that's one of the toughest processes that's going on in our country right now. And we still have uh, the same attitudes we had in the 50s and coming on up in today's particular time. And uh, that's, a, that's a hard thing to deal with. And that's one reason why we have to take a strong look at each candidate that runs for uh, positions locally and uh, what their particular attitudes are as far as the growth, but maintaining that special relationship that you and I have enjoyed all these years. You know, it, it, it always interested me how many people will vote in a presidential election. Yeah. And then how few will vote in a county election in comparison. And I know we have the national yeah. media, but those local elections folks who serve locally uh, have a great impact in our lives. Yeah. Uh, you know, school boards uh, set policy for what happens in our education program mm -hmm. uh, about who's, who is uh, assigned, who's zoned to certain schools. Yeah. Uh, those are important decisions. Our county commission about tax rates and about zoning and all of those things that add to quality of life about infrastructure. And, uh, you know, I, I think none of us really like taxes. And, I mean, I, I hope we see it as, you know, a, a necessary thing and, and, and part of, of having government and, and, and government has is, is necessary. But the thing that those of us in government and even as citizens we should require is for our government to be responsive and to spend that money well and to do things uh in a way that improves the community and represents our values. And it's important that we be involved in that because what I see being the, the collector of, of property taxes, you kind of become the face that, that most people don't complain about taxes yeah. if they feel like that government is, 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 is using those resources well. But when they see or perceive a waste, an abuse, 
then they really get upset. And I understand that. And sometimes it's a perception that's not accurate and we can explain it. And sometimes uh, we just mess up. We make bad decisions and sometimes maybe it's, it's a differing views, but it's important that we be involved and that we express our views. And for those of us in government, that we try to manage well. That's the yeah. responsibility we have, to manage well because those because every time government takes a dollar, that's a dollar out of the private sector. Now, you know, to live in the community and to have a, a jail and police and to have ambulance and education, we have to, in, in, in streets, we have to pay for that and we understand that. But we need to understand that we have to spend those dollars wisely because just to say, well, we can take an extra dollar is a terrible attitude because that's removing a dollar that somebody can spend in a way that's important to them. So it's it's a necessary part, but being responsive to the community and and I, and I, I like that that the job that I serve in is an elected job and, and, and many of these county positions that the heads of, of these offices are elected because uh, by going through the election process, uh, we talk with and meet with people, and, and you're welcome to come to our office and discuss it. And I think it helps us to be responsive. I think having your officials uh, be elected, I think we, we, we're responsive uh, to the community and, and gives us opportunity to get out and hear people's views. And uh, as Casey said earlier, he's right, you can't have everything, and everybody can't be happy with the decisions you make because yeah. good people in our community different things are important to them but it's important that we talk together and we work together and with the limited resources we have that we that we do the most important things and uh those things that are that are best for the the, the largest numbers as best we know them and adjust yeah. as situations change and and another thing is local uh uh elections the people stay there in your area and they shouldn't change too much as far as their beliefs and, and uh, how they're going to run the city or the county or, or whatever. You, you, you're, you're, you're a lot closer to those people. When people are elected and they go to uh, Washington, they no longer have that close tie to the people who vote them in office. And you don't always have... Um, that much of an influence over them anymore but locally if you'll stay pretty much aware of what's going on in your town or your county uh, it makes a real difference in the quality of life in those communities it, it, and, and, and so my encouragement is we, we need to be involved locally yeah. and uh, get to know people and don't hesitate to call or to ask questions that's what we're there for uh, yeah. to serve to you know to answer questions and and and, and sometimes to explain I, I, I want you know our, your listeners and, and the citizens not to not to say well I don't want to bother me if you've got a question about why something is the way it is you might not like that but at least you'll know and then sometimes you say oh I, I didn't realize that I, yeah. I did I didn't like it but now that I know how things operate I see why it had to be that way and that that often happens that uh, you know when you when you see the whole picture you, you maybe gain a better understanding about why things are the way that they are, and it's but it's important to be uh, to be involved in what's going on because it's you and I are both relationship people, yeah. and what we enjoy about our community and what you don't want to see slip away is the the relationships, all the relationships that we have with each other, and so it's important that we that we continue to work on those and and develop relationships. I think and that's think about what... other people. I think that's one of the reasons people are moving here from California, New York, uh, in the northern part uh, of, of the, the state, 
it, it just it's they probably feel like that they have lost control of what their lifestyle is going to be and the relationships that they have and they want to go somewhere that fits their particular mindset and they want a they want a nicer way of in a place to live and and just enjoy the people around them and that's one of the reasons that we're so blessed right here but we've got to keep it that way for our children and our grandchildren. And if it, if Rutherford County ever got into a uh, mode like they have in uh, some of those um, towns that I've just mentioned, it will no longer be what I call what America was built on. What we live, have right here goes back to the 1700s and what was fought for all of these uh, decades and uh, I am I know that you have the same same mindset I do we can go into restaurants anywhere in Rutherford County and enjoy everybody's company and we respect each other no matter what, what some of their particular views are we still respect them and once you don't have that anymore um, I can't even imagine living in some of the areas where the people that are moving here are from. I, 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 I don't think that I would enjoy life very much if I had to do that. And, and something that we take for granted is security. Yeah. A world of these folks come because crime is such a problem in, in some, especially our urban areas, yeah. and the, the ability of law enforcement to deal with that. I'm not knocking the law enforcement, just just the magnitude of it and and just feeling safe yeah. feeling safe to walk on the streets for your property to be protected and uh, we, you know we still live I, I you know i feel safe walking this the streets uh of murfreesboro and smyrna laverne Rutherford. i mean you know th that you can be out and about on our greenways or or, or walking in our neighborhoods and that that uh, i mean we know we have some crime but you still feel relatively secure in your homes and those things, and we don't ever want to lose that either. And and the ability to talk to each other, even if we disagree, yeah. is so important that we don't stand on opposing heels and yell at each other, but that we're willing to, to talk to folks, even that we disagree with, but be able to, to talk with them and have dialogue and just say, well, I, that, I disagree with that view, but you, know, you, you be polite and civil, I'll be polite and civil. And you vote your way, and I'll vote my way, or you argue, you know, your belief, and I will mine, and, and we'll we'll try to settle it in the in the public uh, square. And we, mm -hmm. you know, we should we should do that. There are cities that control the law enforcement officers simply by all they have to do is, is talk to the media and tell them what a terrible job they're doing, or the officers are responding to. Uh, some of the areas that are crime-ridden and uh, they, they turn out to be the bad guys as far as it's being related back to the media. And um, they're wanting to do, with law, uh, to do away with law enforcement officers, which uh, when you think of it, I mean, what is the sanity of all of that that's going on there? If people would just obey the law, then most of those things would not occur anyway. So um, we, we, we live in heaven right here. We really do. 
It's amazing the the differences between where we live and some of the other people across our country. We have it. We have it really so so good here, and it's because of the people. I mean, it's it's a great place, and and but there are so many good people, and so many of the struggles that are going on around us we have been immune to. Now, again, as time goes, we'll have to face more of those. I'm afraid, but but we live in a pocket of just a wonderful place to be yeah uh, and it again it's because they're great they're great people here and because that makes all the, that that's what makes the difference yeah and and, and, and of course we have to adjust sometimes to the the rules and laws that are set in washington and even in nashville uh, we, we go to our uh public schools public schools are not as structured as they used to be because um, your relationship with the, the people that are in the schools, the, the pupils, uh, um, I would say mostly, uh, you can't discipline them like you used to. And it, it, it thorough, thoroughly amazed me at how it's changed since the time that uh, we started our school resource officer program to today's time, how you deal with those students has completely changed. And um, as far as not being able to put your hands on some of them or uh, being able to relate to them in a way that they know that they're doing things that they should not be doing and I don't know if you ever got a spanking in school, but I think I broke the record at Kittrell, and and uh, it just um, it made a big difference in me. Every time I was spanked at home, I loved my mom and dad even more because they were doing that for me, and they would always relate it to. And I, I'm sure that there are bad parents in our community, and the the, the bad parents they need to know that they are a major part of the problem that we have right now. So if, if you do away with the structure in, in the classrooms, then you're really making a bad mistake. And if we continue with that, we're, we're going to have more and more problems as we go through life. I, I, I think you, you hit on a key point, and we focused it uh, on, on education. But there's been a tremendous change in the home. Yes. Not all homes, but in lots of homes. And the home life of lots of people is very different than what you and I were very right. blessed to grow up in and the discipline that we grew up in. And, you know, as our community grows, uh, it changes some too. But when I was in school, when you were in school, parents knew the teachers, teachers knew the parents. We were kind of in that community together. So if there was a problem, there was communication between the teacher, the parent, or the principal, and, 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 and your parents were, were, were very involved and in, in at least publicly supportive of the teacher. Now, they might have had some struggle with some teachers, but as a student, you didn't know it yeah. because the teacher was the authority and you were to follow that and you got in trouble in school, you were going to get in trouble at home, you were going to get questioned about it, you were going to get punished you were disrespectful for to teach i mean i just can't really imagine being disrespectful to a teacher because that would have been one of my dad's pet peeves that wasn't going to fly 
uh, being disrespectful to anybody wasn't going to fly, especially to him or my mother or a teacher. That was you, a lot of things you might get by with. You weren't getting by with that. But all of, you know, so that has changed uh, as well. Just the communication and the support uh, from families uh, is a huge is a huge change from from the home that I was fortunate enough uh, to grow up in. I knew if I got in trouble that it was not going to be Teb got picked on. It was going to be, what did you do? Yeah. You know, it, the, the immediate response was going to be, if you got in trouble, don't don't give me this. Everybody was doing it, and you were the only one. Even if that's true, you shouldn't have been doing it. Uh, there wasn't a lot of sympathy for that because as a kid, you're going to tell things to your side, Truman. Now, I don't know if you would have done, done that, but uh, I would have oh, yeah. did. And, you know, and the realization as a parent that, you know, I, I think my kids are pretty good kids, but do I think my kid wouldn't get in trouble, that my children wouldn't get in trouble, or that they're, they're angels all the time and everything? No, I'm more realistic than that, and they uh, they need a parent. That's why God created it the way he did for them to have parents, and there's times you have to be, you know, you have to be corrective and, yeah. and punish them and guide them. That's, that's how we learn and know, and it's not pleasant even as a parent to do it, but it's not fair to, to your children to not train them and, yeah. and, and to to make that all the school's responsibility. I, I know the school has to, to be able to discipline. That's a problem I have, but but we can't remove that that's what parents are about, uh, training training our children. Yeah. And that's a huge responsibility to take on uh, to, to raise another human being. And it's it's an important one uh, to do that and, and to train them uh, in, with the right values and knowing right and wrong and how to treat other people and how to do their best. Yeah. You know, I, I get frustrated that, that that we're satisfied with mediocre in our lives. We why we you know, we ought to be with whatever blessings we've been given, whatever abilities we've been given, we need to try to do our best. And yeah. you know, I don't judge that by grade cuz maybe a C is the best one student can do. If that's their best, that's wonderful. Roll on. But yeah. if the next student makes a low A but they replace with an A plus, well, you don't be satisfied with that. You didn't do your best. It's about it's about doing your best, and I think teaching our children to to work to make their community better. That yeah. you have a responsibility not just to provide for yourself and your family, which you do, but I think we all have a responsibility to give back, give back to whatever we're involved in, uh, to do something for for that organization or for individuals around us. Let's help each other because we talk about if we want to maintain a quality of life, it starts with me. Yeah. What am I doing besides just getting all that's mine? Uh, what am I doing to help somebody else along the way? Uh, and if if I'll do if I'll do extra to help you and you do extra to help me, uh, that's that what makes a difference. And we can't legislate that. Uh, that just has to be a part of who we are as individuals. And uh, that's why our community has been great because this community is full of people who have done great things. Uh, to help others and to make our community great. And we've got to continue that and teach the generation that follows us to do the same thing, the responsibility we have uh, to community. You know, one of the things that affects our community, uh, law enforcement, as you mentioned earlier, to keep our community safe, and, and uh, education. Uh, education is a major part because uh, you're developing uh, young people to be successful and, and uh, also have the right attitude about life and, and what it means and the respect for others. But 
the way it seems like we accept things when that burden falls on us from other people and that's what's going on in life right now because uh, uh, teachers are leaving in in droves and they can't they say why are we losing all these teachers they're not even in a safe atmosphere in the schools anymore and they can't do anything about it law enforcement officers are leaving in droves and they're all both sides are underpaid and nobody gives them the benefit of uh, of keeping them and their careers safe anymore it's all turned against both of those particular groups and we just keep saying oh it, it's all right you you know we got the wrong people in in the school system we got the wrong people in law enforcement but that is a big lie that's all it is we're not giving them the support that they need to be able to do their jobs in both of those occupations and it's our fault why do we let our country get away with this we have uh, limited groups of people that are out there protesting protesting and raising cane uh, uh, against those particular uh, groups of people they're making our country the special country that it needs to be so um, when when they're no longer structures and, and uh, they're no longer able to their do their jobs it's not their fault it's our fault so when are we going to start going to start electing people in this country to get our country back on its feet again and i think it's important that we be involved yeah. and, and 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 not only the but respect our teachers and law enforcement and the vitally important job that they do yeah. uh, it has to be about respect uh and having that and, and teaching our children to have respect because that's not new we've seen that decline yeah uh, respect for authority at whatever level and it's detrimental to us truman uh there's got to be respect but yeah again which we started we were in the office products business and uh I learned real quickly that nobody wants to pay for what they have to have, but we'll pay big money for what we want. Yeah. When I'd say uh, in, in those days, liquid paper, bottle of liquid paper was 69 cents. Well, somebody would fuss about 69 cents, I'd be 64 cents, and then they'd come in driving a Hummer. Well, you know, the deal was I didn't see the value. Of the, I just had to have the liquid paper to do a job now with the computers. We don't even younger folks who might be listening say what's liquid paper yeah. it was to cor correct mistakes for those of us who have been around a while uh but paper clips whatever that is we didn't didn't want to pay for those necessities but uh, willing to pay multiple 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 times for what we enjoy so we got it because we see value in that yeah. and i think it's important that we go back to the value and the fundamentals don't take for granted those things because those individuals who are who are teaching our children are vitally important. Yeah, and and those folks who protect us are vitally important. Those folks in our uh, military are vitally important, and uh, we have become so uh, jaded, if you will, uh, toward government a little bit that we almost uh, have a resentment to, to anybody in government. And I don't feel really that personally. This is a great community, and I don't mean, but but we 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 are suspect. We question everybody's motives because some people do act from impure motives. 
But I found in government that's not the majority. That's the vast minority. Uh, but again, uh, for people who serve at whatever level, doing so in a respectful way. And I think that's important. When yeah. you're in law enforcement, do your job well and be respectful. When you're a teacher, do your job well. If you're government, but, but, but having this respect for people goes a long way. Uh, and teaching that and, and, and training that uh, is important because uh, if we don't have that, uh, it's important. And, and, and again, that starts with each one of us and teaching that, but, but it's important. How are you, young lady? Good. Great to see you. Mm, mm. You're looking good. Excuse those on the radio. We got a, a good-looking lady in here hugging on us, and we're tickled. Are we going to run her for Miss America? She, I, think, uh, I think she should be there. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's always good to have you on, Tev. Enjoyed it. And it, it's uh, it's an enjoyable time for me too. You, you're you and your family has always been special to us, and and for. Uh, of a large portion of Rutherford County, you've always reached out to us. All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning at night. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.